You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Get ready to get motivated because it's February. So two things happen. People say, ah, I'll try my goals again next year. Or they do as we do, which is take the opportunity to jump in with both feet and really rev up those projects. So that is what we're talking about today. And I have some really awesome marketing content, fun, inspiring personalities to jump into this conversation with me. I have Bernie Borges, who I know from his Van Grosso days, and we haven't seen each other in months. So I'm thrilled that we get to catch up because I know that Bernie has like several different passion projects and is just perfect to, to share them with you all. I also have with me my friend Alina Friedman, who just rebranded her brand always fun to see you. And Liz Ajigali, who is the eight second PR guru, who is just launched a podcast and is launching another edition of her podcast. And you have fun projects as well. So really good stuff going on. And I didn't do it justice. So would you all please just take a minute and tell everybody more about who you are, what you do, and why you're so excited to be here today for this vibrant conversation. Bernie, let's start with you. Well, thank you, Deb. Uh, you're starting with me. Well, that that's that's very nice of you. Thank you. Um, so Bernie Borges, uh, I am Vice President of Global Content Marketing for a company that is called iCore. Wouldn't expect you to know the, the brand. We're very much behind the scenes. If you've ever called into a a credit card or a bank or insurance company, and you spoke with somebody that's an agent there, there's a good chance that you're actually speaking with an agent that's employed uh, by a company like iCore. We have 37,000 employees uh, across um, 50 locations in 10 countries. So big company, and I lead up uh, global content marketing. I've only been with the company for about eight months and uh, really enjoy what I'm doing. I love the people, I love the culture. And so, and I also host a podcast for the company, but it's not my podcast. It's the company's podcast. So I'm launching my new podcast uh, this week or this month, depends on when you're watching this live or uh, in the future, which would be February. I'm launching a podcast called Midlife Fulfilled. And as the name implies, it is for midlifers. You can define that any way you want. And I'll be talking about the definition of midlife on the first episode, but it is really all about um, providing some motivation and inspiration on, to find fulfillment in your mid midlife seasons. So Deb, I'll leave it at that because I want to allow uh, time for everybody else and for some conversation. 
Excellent. Well, you always have very, the, we call it in Hollywood, multiple projects at various stages of development, as any good content person would do. And I am very excited to hear more. And I will. But right now, let's have Alina jump in and share, talk about who you are and your exciting new news. Oh, my goodness, who I am. Um, I guess as any business owner, I am many things. Um, I am the creative director for Featuring Fabulous Media. We are a creative agency, and we consult uh, with uh, clients in the uh, lifestyle uh uh, market for uh, weddings, uh, the wedding industry, beauty, um, hospitality, um, health and wellness. And I do branding for my clients, also content management, marketing, storytelling, creating those fabulous stories um, and uh, experiential events. Unfortunately, with experiential events, they're a little bit on hold right now. But that's something that I do because that's my background for over 15 years. That's what I've done. And I've uh, segued into this whole new um, uh, branding and marketing experience, which I absolutely love. Um, yes, I am rebranding right now. I had an amazing company um, called Ladies Take the Lead, which was a networking community. Unfortunately, with COVID, as you know, uh, networking is best when it's one-on-one, -on -one, and that's what the idea was. We took it online, and it was fantastic. But with all things, great things must come to an end. And so as somebody who loves the actual in-person experience, I thought it was time to do something else. And I'm launching, actually, featuring Fabulous, which is an online publication, and um, it also features uh, lifestyle uh, content in beauty, food, uh, entertainment, and things of that nature. And also, um, I'm launching my second podcast, which is called Genius Behind the Brand, which I interview and tell stories about creators, trendsetters, and entrepreneurs who have built unbelievable standout brands. So I'm looking forward to that, and that's launching in March. And I'm sorry, I'm a little bit under the weather right now, so that's why my voice is a little bit off, And uh, but I'm excited to be here. Well, we talked last week, and let me assure everybody, your voice is like 20 times better than it was just five Thank days you. ago, and you, no one would know. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. But you told everybody, so now they all know, which is fine. Um, but very glad that you're with us and that you're on the mend. And Liz, last but certainly not least, and of the crew, the person I've known the longest, and I think second time, third time, you've been here before. It's always nice to see your smiling face and please share, share what you've been up to and who you are in whatever order you would like. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, uh, Deborah, for having me back and great to meet Bernie and Alina and uh, have a real marketing charge up uh, for February. And February is always a tough month for a lot of people. So I'm really excited to be here and feed off the energy of everybody else. And what I do is I have a book called eight second PR because the average attention span of an adult is eight seconds. It's actually less than a goldfish because a goldfish is nine seconds. So we have lots of challenges and my book and my podcast are all about how to be clear, concise, and compelling and, and magnify your story through earned 
media, which is TV, radio, print, podcast. And next week, February 8th, drum roll, please. I'm relaunching the second edition of 8 Second PR. And it is a new public relations crash course. So uh, it gives away all our secrets and we hope it helps you. And um, so that's why I'm happy to be here. And, and you can find us at 8secondpr.com. Excellent. And, and tell me, so what is, you did a second edition. What have you added? Great question. Well, we actually have a special page for that. There are 20 new things in here. The top three things that I really focused on adding a lot of attention to was number one, podcasts. Podcasts have really exploded. There's now 2 million, probably more podcasts. And there were 600,000 in 2019 when I launched the first edition. So again, everybody has a podcast, including everybody that's on the show right now. And then number two, I added a lot of national media stories because a lot of people want to know how I got my client on the Today Show and CNN. So I've got a lot more case studies about that. And then we we have a, um, a lot of tips on how to make your books stand out on Amazon, which we didn't have before. But after publishing on Amazon, we learned a lot of tricks. And so we hope it helps people magnify and multiply their story. Excellent. Well, thank you for for that added information. Because the, this is the name of the game, right? Is it a game? We need to stand out in order to be able to help people. Because if they don't know you exist, if a tree falls in the forest, right? Do you actually hear it? And we do all have podcasts on here. I I mentioned before you've been on my show before you were on my podcast back when it was the guided goals podcast that after I launched Gold Chat Live became the Deb Show. So you've actually been in both versions of me. And Alina, you have one, you want another. And then Bernie, you've got the double, the double whammy of podcasts. Um, I'd love to learn more about, about your new one because it sounds very personal to you. So please share. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so this is going to be my third podcast, <clears throat> not not including the podcast that I currently host, because that's not my podcast. I'm just, I'm the host. Um, but it's, it might be my third one. My first two, and Deb, you probably know this, were on marketing because my career has been in marketing. But this one is not about marketing at all. This one is about midlife. And it's it's based on really my own sentiments. You know, I'm, I consider myself a midlifer. And um, I've had struggles with finding fulfillment in certain areas of my life. And I suspected that I wasn't alone. So I sent out a survey. I got about 250 people to respond. And uh, I validated that I wasn't alone. And uh, 78% of the respondents said that they were fulfilled in some, but not all areas of their life. Now, 19% said that they were very fulfilled in all areas of their life, which is really good. I'm really impressed with that. But 78%, some more than three quarters, you know, almost 80, right, said some, but not all. And when you think about it, we have, we're complex creatures, right? We have so many dimensions to our life. So we can be fulfilled in our marriage or relationships, but not our career, or maybe fulfilled in our career, but not fulfilled in other areas of our life. So it's really, the podcast is going to be about me curating content and then sharing my perspective on it. And then I'm also going to do something that I'm calling BF 
to AF. That's an acronym. And the BF stands for before fulfillment. And the AF stands for after fulfillment. So I'll start out, I'll kind of get the ball rolling. I'll start out by sharing some of my, my own BF to AF experiences. And then I'll, I'll be interviewing people. Um, and I'm going to be interviewing people based on their BF to AF experiences. And I really just want to showcase people, ordinary people. I call them ordinary people because I'm not going after celebrities or doctors or psychologists. I'm going after people like us, right, that have their own BF to AF story that they want to share. And uh, my hope is that we just provide some inspiration to any midlifer that wants to listen and join, join us on the journey. That's amazing. And it's so, well, you all know me and you know, this is the exact reason why I wrote my book, why I do what I do. People deserve to be happy in some, if not all of their life. So I, I love, it's almost like taking the whole, is it a second act now or is it a third or fourth act when we continue to reinvent ourselves, but taking it to a new direction and bringing that kind of, we're all in this together, kumbaya feeling. So amazing. And, and so, Alina, you've got one podcast and you're starting another because why have one podcast when you can have two? Well, I, I have the Ladies Take the Lead podcast, but as we know, Ladies Take the Lead has come to an end. And I um, was searching for something that I wanted to do that spoke to me. Um, and I realized that these past few years that I'm a big big, big lover of documentaries and how things are made, really. Um, anything that talks about how things are made. I mean, like Netflix, um, I'm there for it. Some of the some of the uh, documentaries that I was uh, just drawn to were um, the movies that made us, the toys that made us, just like off the wall things. And then also um, the Spock documentary was so fascinating that I wanted to... Um, talk to people about their brands and how they went from nothing to creating a standout brand. And I'm not talking about these big, you know, corporate companies, but brands that have been around for quite a while that you may have heard of them, you may have not heard of them, but what it took to get to where they are, um, because we have so many people that I've met these past few years that are trying to build their brands, build their niches in, in such a, tight market that um, those stories, those interviews are going to give them inspiration to keep on going and try to figure it all out and basically know that they're not alone. Because when we hear stories, when we can see how things are done, we learn from that. And um, it just feels like, okay, I can do this. And that's really what genius behind the brand is all about. It's about that person who had an idea and ran with it and created it. And my message to you, the audience is so can you, that's the whole point of it. So I'm excited about it and it's launching late uh, spring. So I'm currently doing interviews right now. <laughs> so much fun. Isn't that like the best part when you get all the ideas? Mm-hmm. And all the people in your wish list, and you're just throwing it all together. And, and Liz, now I was just on your podcast, and we had like we kept talking. We were talking about books and and um, book proposals, which is one of my favorite uh, content subjects. And you just launched your podcast last year, right? I did, and the podcast is a little different than Eight Second PR. It's actually called Eight Second Branding. 
and it is an alignment and and it's very similar but it's it's a little broader because we talk to brand experts like Scott Monty from uh Ford Motor Company he also helped uh launch T-Mobile which we just had an incredible conversation about how he did that and then we also talk about things like SEO search engine optimization and i had a conversation about Pinterest and I wasn't even thinking about Pinterest, but this guy was so excited that was my guest. And and so we just, we talked about that. So you could listen to all those things, but I really have enjoyed the podcast. Uh, one of the other things was about how to do the Amazon marketing. And I had read uh, Penny Sansevieri's book, How to Sell a Truckload of Books on Amazon. And that inspired me to have her as a guest. So there's a lot of benefits to podcasts. It's helping the audience like we're trying to do right now, but it's also you meet really interesting things and you learn too as a podcast host. That's a really good point. You want to learn something? Interview someone about it, right? <laughs> uh, Bernie, do you have any other uh, benefits of podcast wisdom? Well, I think one of the things that I've enjoyed in my podcasting career, and I'm sure both Alina and Liz can attest to this, is the relationships that you can build both with other podcasters like all of us, as well as with the people that you interview. So Liz, you, you mentioned Scott Monty. I know Scott re really well. And so, you know, that's an example, just one of many where, you know, you interview someone on a podcast and it's just an opportunity to just get to know them on, on, the, on a topic. And then, you know, perhaps you do a prep call like I, I used to do. So that gave me even more opportunity to, you know, get to know the person. So I've always enjoyed that about podcasting is just that relationship building. And then the other thing is, you know, even though you mentioned, Liz, I think you said the number's 2 million now, 2 million podcasts that are out there now versus, you know, a lot less than that a couple of years ago. Um, but it's still, it still feels like, you know, when, when your podcast achieves a level of not notoriety or maturity, whatever you want to call it, right? then, you know, you get some brand benefit behind that, right? Alina, you, you know, you'll be talking about that on your podcast. And so, you know, there's a lot to enjoy there as well. And then, and Deb, you mentioned it earlier, the journey, just the journey itself is fun. You know, I just, I'm energized by it. I've been planning it. So it's coming out soon. So I'm super excited about it. Awesome. And, and Alina, is there anything else you want to add about benefits from podcasting? Well, there's a lot of benefits for podcasting. Like Bernie said, the relationships is very crucial. And I've really enjoyed interviewing my guests and, and just learning about their lives and their stories. And I, I'm just an enthusiast about discovering and research. So um, it, it, it's very um, fulfilling that way to learn about people by just talking to them. Um, but the benefits of being on a podcast are are very beneficial because you get your brand out there. You get to the thing is that when you're on a podcast, you're speaking into somebody's ear. They're listening to you and they're giving you their undivided attention. And in order to achieve that undivided attention and be able to whisper in that person's ear is is beyond anything. You know, you it's a one-on-one -on -one kind of an audience that you have with with um whoever it is that's listening to you. So being on a podcast and having that opportunity to promote your brand that way gives you so much opportunity to go into different markets. So um, it's great to be a guest. It's great to 
uh, host. It's uh, an intimate uh, kind of marketing, I feel. And uh, it's a very, very um, great way to promote your brand. If you're a coach, if you're a writer, promote your book. It's a great way to build a community as well. Well, the community is, I think, the essence of everything. One thing I say all the time is you can't reach your goals on your own. You need your people. That's why we do networking events and guest on podcasts and host podcasts and just find all different scenarios where we can make the connection. But I also think because the last two years we've all been in um, forced to find different ways to do things, it's even easier to make connections with people all over the world. I've met more people in the last two years than I ever could meet in a lifetime of in LA. And I was, you know, back in the old world, when we left the house, I was a little bit of everywhere. Uh, we do have to think it. Yes, you can't beat out person to person, but you also can't beat the quantity and quality of people you can meet with this forced forced yeah, forced internet networking. So there you go. Um, what do, and since I've got three big marketing branding people here, I have to ask, what are things people can do to stand out? Because it's February, February. And like I said, there are two camps, give up and go home. They're probably not watching us. So let's not even pay that much attention, but really use the fact that, okay, we're into the new year. It's the perfect time to elevate who we are and what we do. So what are some things people can do to stand out? Well, now, but really at any time, Bernie? Well, I think it starts with having a unique um, angle, if you will, to your podcast, something that's a little bit different. Again, back to Liz's point about there's now 2 million podcasts out there. So there's competition. I did a lot of research on midlife podcasts and there's a whole bunch of them out there, right? So, you know, my unique angle, if you will, is the fulfillment angle. And then you, of course, want to have good branding, you know, good graphics and, and of course, promote it. Don't keep it a secret, you know, um, share it. The the other thing that I would say is um, it's a long, it's a long game, you know, and have a long-term point of view. If after 20 episodes, you're not where you want it to be, then, you know, get to 50. And if at 50, you're, you're not where you want to be, then get to 100 and get to 200 and get to 300. Just keep going. If you really, really believe in it. You know, as long as you're marketing it, because you can't keep it a secret, but, you know, have a long-term mindset on it. I love that, the long-term mindset part. Because, And the, the other thing that, that I want to add into it, it's also the evolution. So see what happens. My show started as one-on-ones. And then for an experiment, I had a group of people on it. And I loved it so much that became the rule rather than the exception. So I, the long-term strategy, if you love it, I think is the big thing. I was actually thinking, though, the question beyond podcasting, um, if you want to add one or two more kernels or we can circle back to you, um, just to stand out in your business. Um, I'll be brief because I want to hear from Alina and Liz. Um, to stand out in business, just, you know, be a servant, just, you know, serve other people. Be kind to other people, you know, add value anywhere and everywhere you can and build relationships. Be a servant, add value and build relationships. Okay, we're done. I think that's pretty much all there is to know about. <laughs> I love it. 
Fantastic. Liz, do you, are you ready to chime in on what people can do to stand out, whether it's for their podcast or in their business or all of the above? Sure. Well, I think one of the key things that a lot of people miss is it's always people connect with stories and the story behind the story. So you want to make an emotional connection with the audience by sharing something personal about you uh, that that makes you different. And and also you want to show that you're you're not perfect and and you know it, it was not always easy. So I always share things like when I started my PR company, I worked for one year pretty much for free to build a portfolio. And that was really hard. But I knew I needed to do it because I had done PR for myself for my first book. That was a dating book that didn't have anything to do with with PR, but it was so successful that I decided to start my own company. And then to start my own company, I had no business so uh, or, or no examples. So sharing those kinds of struggles makes you relatable, makes you real. And I think those are really important. So the story behind the story, I also want to add a tip that I share with a lot of my students. I, I teach uh, digital marketing at UCLA also. And uh, one of the tips is funny equals money. And, and I love that. And that's that's not my tip. I got it from somebody else at a, at a conference. And now I can't remember the name. But, but you've probably heard it before. But it is so true. If you can come up with... Um, you know, something lighthearted uh, or share something funny that happened to you, that that also makes a lot of connections. And then the last thing I would just say is that uh, follow up and being reliable and having high integrity go a long way, especially now when uh, we're all working from home and everybody's overwhelmed. If you can show that you're reliable, you get back to people, that, that means a lot. Definitely. I think that is my my biggest pet peeve of the universe is lack of communication. So I I love that tip. It's so important. Alina, yes. What do you have to add? Oh my goodness. They just nailed it. Bernie and Liz did with 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 everything that they said. What can I add to it? My gosh. Um show up. You know, the first step to standing out is actually showing up. Even though you don't want to, even though you're not feeling well, even though you're down, show up. That's the thing. Put on a smile, show up, be accessible to your audience, relatable. Uh, think about them. Um, you know, what, what do you, how are you there to serve them? As Bernie said, be a servant. Um, talk about their pain points, relate about your pain points, but show up and be consistent. That that's the key. Once you, once you're consistently showing up, they feel that you're there for them. You're there that, you know, your show, you're, you're on every month, every Monday at 4 PM Pacific time. So I know that I can rely on Deborah to be there. Uh, so, and that's what you want to do. You want to, you want to build that consistency, build that trust, you know, because if they know you, they like you, they're going to, you know, work with you. So that's the, that's the whole key about it. That's, I should say fabulous. Cause you know, you are, <laughs> you want like you should get like a necklace that says fabulous, featuring fabulous, because then you bring your brand with you wherever you go. Yeah, that's that's See? that's what it's about. Featuring you all are <laughs> rubbing off on me. 
so let, let's go back to the whole February fresh start thing because February does get a bad rap. So why do you think that is? And what do you do personally to take this month by storm? Alina? Um, you know, I think that January is the month that everybody's coming out of that holiday dazed and confused feeling and haze where they're all kind of like, either trying to finish up the end of the year or, or they're pushing it towards January, January. And you turn around and you're like, Oh my God, January just passed by. Here's February. So February is one of those months where you screwed around in January. You got to get real in February. Cause we've got after that only 11 months left. So, um, it feels like to me that February is kind of like the last month of winter spring is coming and spring is where things are launching. I know that, you know, for me, I've got my publication launching in spring. I've got the podcast launching. Those are the dates because January and February were the months that this is where I hone in on everything and get everything prepped. So February is one of those months. Also it's a shorter month. So you want to get a lot more done. Um, that's why it's one of those tough months where, you know, you probably partied a little bit too much or you relaxed a little too much in January and you got to make it for, you know, March, you got to make it for March. So those 27, 28 days, depending on the leap year, you got to get stuff done. That's the whole point of it. Well, I know, well, you all know, I start the new year in December to get a running start, but I've spent the last two months on my little soapbox. Yay, it's the beginning of the year. Figure out your life. It's good moving forward. But I love doing, because for me, goal setting is year round. And I love nothing more than doing events in February and March. Well, any month of the year, because any time is the perfect time to set new goals and make plans and move forward. And at least for me, I'm like, great. I just got through two months of yay raw cheerleader dub. And then I'll go on to another month and a month and a month uh, for my own things. So it's for me, I feel like it's almost the new beginning of the year. Pretty much what you were saying, Alina. Liz, what do you think? Why? What does February mean to you? And what do you do to take February on? Oh, I love that question. I grew up on the East Coast in uh, Baltimore and February was so dreary, but now I live in Santa Monica, California, so I really don't have an excuse because a lot of times it's 72 and sunny out there. So I, I just think it's a time of year where people are dragging a little bit, so you have to get them even more excited and you have to work a little harder. But I, I just, I, I get really excited about everything I'm doing. And I think that's the difference is you, I go on walks. If you go on walks and you are like thinking about what you're doing and you're getting excited every day, that can make a big difference. <clears throat> and hopefully you're not going to lose your voice like me. <laughs> like in the middle of saying something brilliant, isn't that? Right, like right. I'm trying. But yeah, I think going for walks, taking time for yourself, being good, self-care, those are all important. Oh, self-care, ridiculously important, especially as so many are still working from home because it's very easy to bleed <laughs> the work and the life and have no balance. So prioritizing self-care, definitely gold star worthy. So great tip. What about you, Bernie? 
Well, February usually for me starts anywhere as far back as September or maybe November or December. Uh, you know, Alina alluded to things that happen in January, right? And every, every one of us has different circumstances for their January. But by and large, like Alina said, there's just a lot of things that go on in January where you can blink and it's gone already. So that's, I've always learned that, you know, you've got to be planning months in, a, in advance, right? And Deb, I know you talk about that with goal setting all the time. So for me, February really started this year, started for me back in November, because this February, 2022, I'm launching my podcast. So I started the planning for that back in November. So February is just all about like, hey, that's the, the, the month that I'm actually launching. But it began for me back in November. And, you know, just like when I was back in school many, many years ago, I was I maybe wasn't the greatest student in the world. But what I was pretty good at was planning because I knew I couldn't just stay up all night and cram and, you know, ace the exam the next day. I tried that and I failed miserably. So I learned the hard way that I had to plan and, and I was able to develop that discipline pretty young in, in my life. So I've just taken that throughout my entire career is just to plan in advance. So if I know something has to happen in February, then I'm going to back up from that in December, November, whatever I'm planning it. And here we are, February and coming out of the gates and excited. Yes. Everything you just said, <laughs> think, don't think of February as the second month of the year. Think of it as the month where you're making things happen and do what you need to ramp up to that. Agreed. So we got a, a comment from my friend and frequent watcher, <laughs> Eugene Barlas. And he, what he writes is each one of you has mentioned people dragging in February. Shouldn't people, especially those in business, be responsible for themselves and be self-motivating rather than depending on others to help? Or is this all part of imposter syndrome where people just don't accept that they're good enough? Who wants to take that? I'll start. Yes, people should be self-motivating. But if you're watching this, you want bonus motivating which is why you are here. Uh, Bernie, do you have any thoughts on the whole? Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree. And yeah, I, I don't know that we've said that February, that we're dragging in February. Maybe we're dragging in, in January. And now here we are in February. And we've got to really get going because, you know, the year is just going to keep going fast. You know, we can all say, hey, you know, we blink and it's July, right? But in this time, we blinked and it's February. But I think we all need motivation from people around us, whether it's our loved ones or our friends, our colleagues, our peers, you know, us here on the podcast, we all need each other to support each other and, and motivate each other. And at least I do. I admit that. So and I don't think I'm alone there. You are not alone because what, what is the, what is the purpose? You know, and, and Liz was saying before, you know, she loves what she does. And it doesn't matter that the weather when she lived in Baltimore was dreary. When you're loving what you're doing and you let this brew, that should be self-motivating. But yes, that's what communities are for people and cheerleaders. So yes, I agree. Liz, do you agree? I totally agree. And I think a lot of it is just self-motivation and talking to yourself and giving yourself positive affirmations that, yes, you can do this. Yes, you've got this. And then if you want more support from your community, 
then pick up the phone and talk to people and tell them how you're really feeling because sometimes one phone call can make all the difference. And I have a couple friends who I call regularly, you know, and I've called them for two years during the pandemic. And it, it really helps when you're working home alone to have those types of people to call and say, what do you think about this idea? And, and then they go, yes, that's a great idea. And, and that gets you more motivated. So I think having those sounding boards, taking care of yourself, self-motivation, all those things are key for February and really any time. Alina? No, absolutely. I definitely agree. Um, I, I think that we all uh, here work at home alone and it gets, you know, the, the day can escape uh, from you. Um, you can get inundated with different things. Life happens and um, it's about being accountable for yourself, for your day. You plan it out, you know, um, make a, make a plan, make a schedule, definitely community. Um, I have a friend who we pick each other's brains and, and uh, we bounce ideas off of each other. Um, it's, it's, it's lonely when you work alone and you don't step outside and, and sometimes you need to stop and take a walk, walk your dog, get some fresh air. Um, but bouncing off ideas and having community is I think very important. So get people that you can talk to, you know, small community that you can get on a phone call with and just talk to and, um, keep your sanity. Really. That's the whole point. Definitely want to be keeping that sanity. Uh, I also put in the chat, you can join the Write On Online Facebook group, which it, which started as a live group, went, um, went a hybrid and now obviously online only. But every day in Write On Online, there is a thread to help keep you motivated on task. So we start with networking goals for the week, goals for the week, blog share day, um, do it over on Thursday, which is my favorite because we all need more opportunities to to share our wins and photo Friday, sharing a photo from the week and then weekend plans. And I think one thing that is super motivating is having success. So what for you all is like your biggest win going into this new year? And the win can be from last month, last year, whatever, whatever is keeping you revved up and moving forward. So Bernie, recent win? Um, so maybe this is a boring response, Deb, but uh, it, it aligns with your entire business model. And that is the fact that, a, a little context, I have written only one book published way back in 2009. And the way that I did it was I made the mistake of going public with the fact that I'm writing a book. And then once I did that, it's like, okay, I really have to do this. Otherwise, I'm going to have big egg on my face. So this Midlife Fulfilled podcast idea has been brewing in my head for several months. And so guess what I did? I went public with it, you know, in the fourth quarter of last year after I got a lot of validation, both anecdotally and from the, the survey that I sent out. And so by virtue of going public and then doing the planning that I just discussed, to me, the big win is that I'm doing this, you know, instead of it being an idea that I just thought about and didn't take any action on, I'm doing this and I'm going into it confident wherever it ends up, no matter what the outcome is, going into it confident and with a, a joyful and fulfilling 
uh, mindset because that's what it's about. So that's my, my win. I, I love it. And I say this a lot, you should be doing the things you love. And this is clearly something that you're, you're passionate about because when you're passionate about something, it shows just like when you're not, it really, really shows. So good on you. I, I'm so excited for you and to see how it evolves. So yay, go team. I'm team Bernie. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you, Deb. And so what about you, Alina? Recent big win? I love that Bernie said that he put it out there, so to speak, in the universe. And now he's, you know, committed to it because that's how you get yourself to go and do something because you said it now it's out there. Now you have to do it. So um, that that's huge. And I think that's the way that I really um, plan my my goals and I announce them. Um, I, I'm very excited about what I'm doing right now. Um, these past two years have been obviously kind of, you know, topsy turvy with, with uh, going from live events to online and then thinking 2021, Oh, we're going to be back to it. And we weren't. And, you know, that chapter of my life just ended because I wasn't happy with it. It wasn't bringing me joy. I wasn't passionate about it anymore. Um, I'm the type of person that I need to do live events. And unfortunately I just don't feel comfortable in 22 2022 moving forward with it. So my win is that I shut down what I wasn't happy about because it didn't bring me joy. And now I'm really focusing on things that bring me joy. And once I said goodbye to that project, I was free to move on and really focus all of my energy on what I'm doing now, which is an online publication and which is another podcast that I'm excited about because the online publication, the podcast and my uh, creative agency all align together. And it's kind of this one little ecosystem of what I'm doing. And it's just a little branch of everything that I'm doing. It's just so perfect and fantastic. And it all just blends so well together. I'm just really excited about it. I'm excited to share stories with my audience. I'm excited to hear stories. I'm excited to do so much. And it's a new year. And we're always like, new year, new you. Let's do this. Um, I was like that in 2020. I remember that. That all went, you know, we all know where that went. But the thing is that you have to have a positive outlook and follow your passion, do what brings you joy, the Marie Kondo uh, method. I, I strongly believe in that. And um, that's what my success is, being happy, you know, being happy at what I'm doing. That's it. Being happy is so underrated. And the other thing that you just said, <laughs> which I had this conversation earlier today, is when you take out the things that don't serve you, mm -hmm. it makes room for the things that will. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't be afraid to look at, you know, a project or something and say, look, it didn't work out. Stuff happens. You know, a, a lot of a lot of the posts and things that I see out there is keep on going, keep doing it. But what if it's not working out? Why beat a dead horse, you know, so to speak? It's just like, it's okay that you failed. It's okay that it didn't work out. Just move on. It's okay to quit. It's not, you're not a quitter. You know, you're just quitting something that isn't, you know, bringing you any, any, any joy, any, any fun, any passion, or even, you know, filling your wallet full of cash. So why, why continue doing it? Reinvent yourself, do something different and, and find a way to be happy because happiness 
achieving that, the, you know, that pursuit of happiness, once you reach that, then your whole life changes and you're happy doing things and you're positive and positivity brings positivity to you. That's the whole point. So just be happy. It's, it's a law of attraction thing. Exactly. It, that's all it, it is. It, and it's exactly so the D and the dead method is determine your mission. So once you know who you are, what you're about, then you it, it's a better lens with which you can look at these opportunities and reevaluate your business and figure out what's next and what to leave behind and what to embrace as you move forward. So that's amazing. And look how happy you look. So just proof of, of that. I am happy. Here. Even though I'm sick and recovering, I am very happy. This, this time has actually being sick has given me more time to focus and um, just do what I want to do. And I'm very, I'm in a really good place right now. So well, it's a good we thing. are, we are very happy for you. Okay, Liz, what about you? What is I, I your love everything win? I, I love everything that everybody just said. I think positive positivity does attract positivity. And I think uh, my biggest win honestly is, you know, writing a book is hard. And so I decided to update my book, the eight second PR, and it's a lot of work and it takes months to do it, but I was dedicated to do it. And then I got this call in January by somebody who said, I want to interview you on uh, my podcast. So I said, okay. And I show up for the interview and she's like, I want to tell you how I used your book and how I got a top TV interview that was worth $40,000 in publicity and then sold $10,000 in product sales as a result of using the tips in your book. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that just made my day. That just gave me all this energy to keep writing the book. And then I said, you know, can I get you on video doing a testimonial and, and talk about this? So I'm going to release that in sync with the new version of the book. But just getting that positive reinforcement and knowing that it worked because I wrote the book for the exact reason she used it. And that is if somebody comes to me and says, Liz, I can't afford to hire your PR company. My PR company is Goody with a Y, goodypr.com. I can't afford to hire you. Then I say, okay, read my book. And so she holds up my book and says, for $19, I got $50,000 worth of publicity value. And so I recommend this book and I just about fell out of my chair. So that would wow. be my big win and my motivation. That's just ridiculously awesome. <laughs> well, I really do get a charge out of helping other people look good. And so to get that kind of feedback, and I really hope that the updated book is going to help people get on national TV, get on more podcasts get featured in print stories, all kinds of things that really positively impact their business or their life, whatever their personal or their business brand is, we want to magnify it. And I'm feeling this common theme with you very, very passionate about it. Every one of you very passionate about your business, what you do, but also doing what you do to help others make the world a better place, etc. I'm like that too. You all know that. Uh, what is one we can't we can't wrap this podcast without giving gifting our audience some goals. So 
what is one thing someone who is either listening or watching can do today, tonight to help them move forward and get where they want to go? Uh, Bernie, do you have a goal to gift? So I, I would say the, the one thing, if you want to characterize it as a goal to gift, is to um, think about something that would really fulfill you. As you can tell, I'm really into fulfillment, right? In some aspect of your life, okay? It doesn't have to be career. It can be. doesn't have to be. And then set a goal to do that, but set a stretch goal. Not, not an easy goal. Set a stretch goal. And then really plan, like, what are the steps to get there? And then go after it. And I'm not saying look to underachieve, but even if you underachieve, you still might be very fulfilled with where you got to. But it, but the important thing is to set a stretch goal and the steps to get there and then go after it. I love that so much. It, and Well, there are lots of things I loved about what you just said, but uh, part of it, the fact that it can be personal or professional, I think that's very important because some people get so caught up. Oh, it's got to be career related. It doesn't. If you're happy in your personal life, your business is going to go better and vice versa. And to to claim that stretch goal and go for it. So uh, I love it. Thank you for that, Bernie. What about you, Liz? What goal do you want to gift? Great question. Well, my goal to gift would be, I would like you, if you're listening, to set a goal to come up with the five to seven key selling points for why you are unique and why would somebody want to work with you or why would somebody want to hire you and and really think that through because a lot of people don't take the time to do that and every company I've ever worked for I say what are your five to seven key selling points and on our goodypr.com website we list actually our uh, eight key selling points we have to have everything in eight but for why you would want to work with us. And and that's a good exercise and will help you attract more business and feel better about yourself and attract, as Alina says, the positive energy. That's fantastic. It's that, that introspection that people don't take enough time for. I know that's an improper sentence that just floated out of my mouth, but to, to really dive deep into that, I think it's a wonderful goal and I think it's going to help so many people. So thank you for that, Liz. Alina, what goal do you have to share today? Oh my, well, these are such great goals and, and I think that, um, gosh, what am I gonna follow up with? That's a hard one. Um, I'm gonna give some advice that's a little bit opposite where I'm gonna say once in a while, just stop and take everything in. We're so set on getting the goals done. We're so set on getting stuff done that we don't tend to appreciate the journey so much. And I remember when I would um, plan events for my clients, something that I would tell them is the night is going to go by. Your five hours are going to go by like five minutes so quickly. Stop at a certain point and just take it all in, you know, experience it. Don't just do it, you know, like a robot, but just really experience it. So I think, you know, Ferris Bueller said, said it best, you know, sometimes you have, just have to stop and smell the flowers because life can pass you by. I know I didn't quote him, per, you know, perfectly, but that's kind of 
what, you know, I think that you should do. We're so oriented on getting stuff done that we need to just stop. And that's also about self-care. Just stop and, and enjoy the quiet once in a while as well. Recharge. I think what he said was life goes fast. If you don't look around once in a while, you might miss it. it. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yes. One of my favorite quotes from my childhood. I don't know why it's stuck with me. But that's what I used to use all the time for my clients. And I still do that because it's very important to just stop. You know, we're, we're running sometimes. You can run on empty sometimes. It's important to stop and, and recharge. It is so important to stop and recharge. And if I were to add one thing to your goal, like an addendum, I would say plan. This is going to sound so counterintuitive, but plan to take the breaks. Plan for that self-care. Because if you don't, well, what I say is if it's not in the calendar, it doesn't get done. So I have self-care in my calendar because you have to. Because if you don't refill um, you, (laughs) how can you continue to serve and help others? Uh, This has been so awesome and motivating. And I want to grab one last tip from you all. But before we do that, please tell everybody once again where they can find you. Alina? Sure. You can find me at Featuring Fabulous Media. And you can also follow me at FeaturingFabulous.com, which is going to be launching uh, in March. And then the podcast, Genius Behind the Brand. Also, GeniusBehindTheBrand.com. Everything is on Facebook, Instagram, and anywhere else you get your social media. There I am. <laughs> Awesome. And Liz, where can people find you? Uh, absolutely. You can find me at 8secondpr.com, 8secondpr.com, or my PR agency, which is Goody, Goody with a Y, goodypr.com. We're all about magnifying good, and goodypr.com uh, has everything on there with the book, the podcast, our classes, our services, everything to uh, amplify your story. Awesome. Thank you. And Bernie, where can people find you? Well, Deborah, first, thank you so much for having me. I've had a blast. Alina and Liz, wonderful to meet you both. Uh, Good luck to the both of you on your current and or new chapters. Uh, I'm looking forward to staying in touch and learning about your success. Um, So as you all know, I'm launching a new podcast called Midlife Fulfilled. And I just, as of this moment, um, launched the the trailer, which is that big, long URL you see there. So maybe an easier one is midlifefulfilled.com. So if you go to midlifefulfilled.com, even though my website's not up yet, there's a placeholder there where it's easy to get in touch with me, midlifefulfilled.com. Thank you. Excellent. And all of these links will be in the recap, which you can go to thedevmethod.com slash blog. And you can get the recap and the link from this and all the previous episodes of Gold Chat Live. And if you want to learn more about me and how I help people define, plan, and achieve their goals, you can go to thedevmethod.com slash goals. And if you need a burst, a coach in your pocket, you can grab a copy of your goal guide at Amazon or your favorite place to buy books. Commercial done. So before we wrap, and again, what... A wonderful conversation. I I really appreciate you all taking the time and giving your energy, gifting your energy. Um, if you can leave people with one final tip, what would that be? Uh, Alina, let's start with you. 
Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for giving us the platform to be here. Liz, Bernie, it was such a pleasure meeting you. I look forward to following you as well. And what little golden nugget do I want to leave? Um, follow your passion. It'll always lead you to the right place. That's a good one. I like it. What about you, Liz? Well, all of these tips have been so great. And thank you, Deborah. This has just been so much fun to meet Alina and Bernie and and hear all about their projects. It's always great to connect with awesome people doing good. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I guess my final tip would be to believe in yourself and, and give yourself a lot of cheers because you can do it. And you just have to believe in yourself. And if you doubt yourself, people will people will be able to see that. So don't doubt yourself. And if you need cheerleaders, go find them because there are people out there to be your cheerleader and to help you. So thank you, Deb, for being one of my cheerleaders. And yes, so that's my tip. Believe in yourself and go find your cheerleaders. Yes, gold stars for all of you for your wonderful tips and advice and sharing so much of yourself. Bernie, why don't you wrap us up today with one final tip? Okay, well, thank you again. I really enjoyed my time here today. Um, my final tip is something I said earlier, and that's just serve others. Just be kind to others, serve others. Don't look for anything in return. Just find ways that you can help other people. Good things happen from that. Most of the time, good things happen in a forward direction for the, with, for the people that you're actually helping. Every once in a while, some of that comes back to you. Don't focus on that. Fo focus on on you know paying it forward as the old saying goes and just be kind to others be kind because why wouldn't you the world is you know challenging enough be yourself be good be genuine be cheerleady and serve and there you go thank you so much bernie borges liz kelly and alina friedman for joining me today for this wonderful uh, conversation to welcome february and give everybody motivation for that fresh start, whether you need the fresh start or not, that burst of energy to keep people moving forward towards their goals. Uh, thank you so much. If you're listening, watching, we appreciate you choosing yourself and taking the time and spending it with us today. And remember, your life is your choice. Go out there, go for it. And remember, you can do it. Thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out thedevmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.